0: So how do you structure rehearsals? How do you plan them out? And what do you focus on in your rehearsals? What are your rehearsal objectives every day? I get these questions a lot from fellow choir directors, from my coaching clients, from our members in our Choir Director Corner community membership. And so today on the podcast, I'm going to give you the five focus points that I build all of my rehearsals around. And these are the five focus points that will help you to have more productive, engaging rehearsals. Let's get into it. Here we go and welcome my friends to the choir director corner podcast my name is mount walker i am your host thanks so much for stopping by and joining me for today's episode So as I mentioned on the intro, I get a lot of questions about rehearsals and how do I structure them? How do I plan them out? What are some of the things that I focus on? You know, what are the things that I feel like I have to do every single day in rehearsals? And I was having a conversation recently with a friend of mine. He owns his own business and he talked about his five EDDs. We were talking about his business plan. And I asked him, I was like, well, what do you focus on every single day? He's like, well, I've got my five EDDs. I said, well, what's that? And he is a former football coach. And so when he went to football every single day, they had their everyday drills. So he calls them his EDDs. And so he told me these are the five things every single day that I focus on and I know if I do those five things consistently every single day I'm going to be productive and I'm going to help my clients and my business is going to continue to grow and so I thought about my own rehearsals about my five my five EDDs and so In today's episode, these are the five focus points, is what I'm calling them, for more productive rehearsals. So, every single rehearsal, and I'm lucky enough where I get to see my choirs every single day. So, in every single rehearsal, what are the five components? of that rehearsal what are the five things that I feel like must be there in order for not only for that to be a productive rehearsal but also for us as a choir as an ensemble and for our individual singers as well to feel like they are accomplishing what they need to on a daily basis for them not to only grow as musicians but in order for the ensemble to have a successful performance at the end of that rehearsal period. And so breaking it down to the nuts and bolts every single day, what are the five things? So here are my five focus points. When I am structuring, I'm planning a rehearsal, here are the five things that I feel like have to be there. And the first one is obvious. It's repertoire. Yeah, so we're working on repertoire. We are working towards that concert to that next performance. And so you have got that repertoire planned out. And so with each rehearsal, breaking it down even more specifically, I have a specific plan. What are the excerpts of repertoire that I want to cover in that rehearsal? So I break it down very specifically. You know, if I've got uh, four pieces of music, I'm probably not hitting all four in that rehearsal, depending on the length of your rehearsal. So the th- maybe excerpts from three of those pieces. So what are those specific excerpts in those pieces? Yeah, from measure to measure. What are the objectives as far as covering those? So am I working to help my singers gain more confidence on Pitches and rhythm? Are we working on text? You know, are we working on particular intervals? Are we working on phrasing? What are some of the objectives within those excerpts? And then what are the strategies or the techniques that I am going to try and use to help my singers be successful in those excerpts that I've picked out for that day? So it's not just enough to say, okay, well, I'm going to cover repertoire, which we're doing. Probably pretty much every single day, you know, depending on your ensemble and your grade level, but really breaking it down and getting very specific. What are the excerpts? What are my objectives for when I'm covering those excerpts? And what are the strategies or techniques that I'm going to use in order to help my singers be successful? So that is focus point number one is repertoire. Number two is music literacy. And so this starts at the beginning of class after our warm-ups where we as an ensemble do some sight reading. Yeah. So no matter what resource you are using, I try to make this a daily activity. Now, do we do it every single day? No, probably not. But I try to be very consistent. I try to be over 90% of our rehearsals, we are doing some sight reading as an activity as a group. sometimes that will look a little bit different you know sometimes i may even break it down to where it's an in individual activity because i think it's uh it's a good thing to document some individual progress but For the vast majority of the time, we are doing that as a large group together. Because when singers can do that together, they feel more confident. Yeah, It helps them to feel supported as they are doing an activity. Because as you can imagine, many young singers, they aren't the most confident with sight reading. And so they might not be willing to really step out of their comfort zone. To step outside of the box and really try something that is really quite challenging challenging. And so having that support, doing that in sort of that ensemble setting helps them to build that skill in a way that's a little less scary. So I think that is helpful. So music literacy, having an activity almost every single rehearsal, every single rehearsal, if you can. And then also, how can you build that into your repertoire? Can you learn uh, your have your singers learn music using soulfish, have them do excerpts. Uh, from their music using uh, whatever rhythm system, even if you're just count singing, yeah, or even if you're just counting uh, rhythms from your music, but taking what you're doing at the beginning of class as far as music literacy, whatever that looks like, and applying it to your repertoire. That's going to have so much uh, greater effect on your singers and their learning if you're taking that and applying it to that repertoire that you're doing every single day, rather than just doing it as a daily practice. Daily practice is great, but if you can connect that to uh, what you're doing with your repertoire every single day. Oh, my goodness. It has It's such a deeper level effect with your singers, a deeper, deeper level of learning. <laughs> so applying that every single day. So that's number two is building in music literacy as a focus point into your rehearsal. The third focus point for my rehearsals is vocal technique. Now, you can sort of bring this in in the middle of rehearsals, you know, with a particular uh, excerpt that you're working on from your repertoire. If there's a a particular challenge vocally, vocal technique-wise, you know, maybe there's a really long phrase and you're working with breath. Maybe there's a section where the tessitura of the vocal parts is really high. So you're working on having your singers uh, access that upper part of their range but do it in a way where uh, they're not creating tension in the voice yeah so there's lots of different things uh, that you can do in the middle of rehearsal but what I really like to do is address vocal technique concepts in your choir warm-ups and so addressing these different concepts and having a different warm-up for a different concept right Many of you, if you've been following for a while, you've heard me talk about this. So maybe there's a warm-up that's addressing breath. Maybe there's a warm-up that's addressing singing with an open throat. Maybe there's a warm-up that is addressing resonance and sort of that balance of chiaroscuro, right? So having warm-ups that address different concepts of vocal technique. And again, just like with music literacy, how you can then connect this to your repertoire is looking at the excerpts of repertoire that you've got planned out for that particular rehearsal and thinking about the, tech, the, the challenges that might face your singers in regards of vocal technique, And then choose warm-ups that address those vocal technique concepts for that rehearsal. So you can, you know, if there's, again, a thing with phrasing and, you know, having to sustain that breath throughout the phrase well then you do a a breath warm-up that addresses that idea right and when you get into the middle of rehearsal and your singers face that challenge you can say okay here's the warm-up that we did at the beginning of class now i want you to take that same concept and apply it to this phrase in your repertoire like, you can see the light bulbs of your singers just exploding when you can connect these concepts to your repertoire, yeah? So, again, you can do it in the middle of rehearsal addressing these different concepts, but if you can do that in warm-ups and then connect it to... Uh, to the repertoire that you're doing that particular day, oh my goodness, that just deepens the understanding and the learning of your singers so much further. So that is the third focus point, is vocal technique. Now, the fourth focus point is assessment. Now, the majority of the days, the majority of rehearsals, this is an informal assessment, right? This can be as informal as when you do an excerpt of music, before you move on to the next piece, you then sort of tie a ribbon around whatever concepts you've been working on, whatever that excerpt is, and you finish off that portion of rehearsal by singing through that particular excerpt one more time. And then you can say to your singers, okay, how successful were we? You know, maybe we were pretty successful in, in the objectives and the concepts that we talked about, and maybe we weren't as successful as we were previously in rehearsal. But if you can sort of do that as a summary, yeah, sort of an informal assessment, singing through that portion before you move on to the next thing, the singers can then summarize in their brains, okay, here's what we worked on, and then they're going to have a greater level of retention when you come back to that in a future rehearsal, right? Whereas if you just kind of throw the kitchen sink at them and talk about a bunch of concepts and we work on them and then we kind of move on to the next thing. Oh, well, they don't always retain that as well as we would like them to. So... Assessment-wise, you you might be thinking, well, Matt, I don't want to take the time every single day to do an assessment, right? Because that's going to take a lot of time. No, no, no. It can be as simple as an informal assessment of singing through that portion one more time before then we move on. All right. Now, I do have, in a lot of my resources, ideas for more specific assessment. You know, Uh, something like an exit slip. Where you ask them at the end of rehearsal, you give them a little slip of paper and you just ask them, after today's rehearsal, what questions do you still have? Yeah. In regards to the excerpts that we covered. And then the second question is, what can I do as a choir director to help you? Uh, on uh, help you with those questions that you have yeah what strategies uh or techniques what things in rehearsal do you find beneficial that we can maybe do in future rehearsals and then the final question can be what are you going to do to do outside of rehearsal to prepare for tomorrow's rehearsal right so you're putting the onus on them a little bit asking them to take responsibility to take an ownership of their own learning right And this can be very quick, like three minutes, right? They don't have to write a whole biography. It doesn't have to be war and peace. But three minutes at the end of rehearsal from the time that you pass out the paper slip to they put their name on it, they fill it out, and they turn it back in. That not only helps them, again, they have to be more invested in rehearsal. They have to start to take more responsibility and ownership. But that helps you plan future rehearsals, right? That's like free rehearsal planning (laughs) right there because they are literally telling you what they need help with. So that gives you free ideas as far as planning those future rehearsals and what to cover. Now, obviously, along the way, it's important to do more formal assessment just so that you can document uh, progress of your individual singers, and that helps your singers to self-assess as well, yeah? But the majority of this can be and should be very informal, doesn't have to take very long, but can still be very effective and very productive time spent in your rehearsal so that's focus point number four focus point number five is relationships and again this doesn't have to be something that's all that formal you know and very specifically planned out it doesn't have to be something that has to take a lot of time but today, more than ever, especially after the past couple years that we have had, building relationships is so incredibly important. Not only for growing our programs, not only because it's important to, you know, build relationships with our human beings, right? We're not working with machines or computers. We need to encourage and nurture these human beings that we've been entrusted with. But this is also going to have an effect on your music making, right? It goes back to the old saying, you know, they don't care about what you know until they know that you care, right? And so I see comments all the time about choir directors that are struggling because their singers aren't learning as quickly as they used to. Or they're not as attentive in rehearsals as they used to be. Or they're not willing to sing out. Well, you need to be... Build those relationships before you do those things, right? Our singers, when they come to us, if they don't feel safe, if they don't feel supported, if they don't feel encouraged, they're going to be a lot less likely to engage with us and to engage each other, right? You have to build those relationships. You have to build that trust. So how do you do that on a daily basis? basis, I think it re- what it really boils down to, my friends, is just remembering that they are human beings and remembering that, you know, whether we're working with Kids are working with adults, they have things outside of our rehearsal that they have to deal with every single day. You know, they have stressors every single day, whether it's classes or homework or if we're dealing, you know, we have an adult community choir or church choir. You know, they have jobs, they have relationships, um, health issues, all of these things. So it's just remembering that We are dealing with human beings that need to be encouraged, that need to feel supported, and yes, need to feel that they are loved. We might be, sad to say, we might be the only person in their lives that day that shows them encouragement, that shows them support. And so it can be as little as greeting them on their way into the door by name. Yeah, just saying hello, asking how they're doing, taking out time in our daily rehearsals just to have those little conversations. Yeah. And it just again, it boils down to remembering we're not dealing with music making machines, but we're dealing with human beings and just trying to foster those relationships. Now, maybe you have something every single day or maybe it's once a week. That you are doing. You know, a little thing on Mondays that I do is I open up to the ensemble and I say, share with me in five words or less. That's all they get five words or less what you did this weekend. Right. And they don't all have to share, but I usually do. I get a handful of responses every single Monday. And some days I get something, a response where it's like it's super interesting or out of the ordinary. And so I do. I ask them some follow up questions, right? And then I give them my, uh, what I did that weekend in five words or less. And sometimes, you know, there's a little bit of a conversation that goes back and forth. But the five words or less is just a little trick I learned from a colleague where, you know, if you don't Sort of narrow that focus, (laughs) you will get a whole soliloquy. You'll get a whole war and peace. Yeah. It's like, okay, we don't want to take half of rehearsal here, but just a little bit of time at the beginning of rehearsal where you can grow that interaction. Yeah. You can grow those relationships. I also used to do, um, and, you know, I'm going to start doing this uh, in the future where on Fridays, where I had student affirmations, where I had a box in my room and students could write an affirmation to another student in an ensemble. And I would sort of keep Track to see that every student is, you know, uh, along the course of several weeks, that every student is uh, is recognized for something. Yeah, it doesn't have to be something inside of rehearsal. Maybe it's something that a student did in another class or in another activity. But just recognizing those students for just who they are and just for being good humans. And I encourage my singers to write notes to people that maybe aren't necessarily their their BFFs. Yeah, it might not be their very best friend. But go outside of their comfort zone as well to recognize someone else in the ensemble that maybe doesn't always get recognized a whole lot, right? And just to show some um, some love, you know, to introduce some sunshine into that person's day. So even just doing that once a week as well. Yeah, you could find little ways. Again, it doesn't have to take a whole lot of time, but just going that extra mile to grow those relationships, number one, is just a wonderful thing to do. But number two, that will improve your music making, because those singers then start to feel that support, start to feel that encouragement. And because they feel that, they feel more supported and they're more willing to step out of their comfort zone. So those are my five focus points for more productive rehearsals. Again, just a summary. Number one, obviously repertoire. Two, Music literacy, build those independent musicians, my friends. Number three, vocal technique. Number four, assessment. And number five, relationships. So when I am planning, I'm structuring those rehearsals, those are the five things that I am building everything around. Now, if you would like a couple of resources to help you in your planning for rehearsals, I've got two for you. Number one is my free PDF rehearsal planner. And you can get a copy of that right on my homepage, ChoirDirectorCorner.com. You go to that homepage, you can't miss it. It's right there on the homepage. And I got very frustrated a number of years ago. I just couldn't find... A resource that I really was happy with that I felt really was helping me to be my most productive in planning out rehearsals. And so I designed my own and I am sort of the old school uh, paper and pencil kind of guy. And so this is a PDF rehearsal planner that you can print off. It doesn't have any of the dates written in. And so you can use this again and again and again. It's just making copies every single time and filling it out. And so it's really helpful helped me to be uh, more organized and to help, help my rehearsals be more productive. So it's that PDF Rehearsal Planner, again, ChoirDirectorCorner.com. And if you would like to dive deeper into different rehearsal strategies and techniques, if you'd like to get access to dozens of different classroom resources, and if you'd like the opportunity to interact and collaborate with fellow choir directors, a resource that you should really check out is my Choir Director Corner Community Membership. And you can find more information on that over at ChoirDirectorCorner.com forward slash membership. Well, thanks so much, my friends, for listening to today's episode. I hope this episode has left you inspired and motivated to really get focused on what are those focus points for every single rehearsal. Thanks for listening, my friends. Keep being awesome, and I will see you next week. Are you looking for resources that will save you time and frustration? Want to dive deeper into topics related to your teaching? Then check out the Choir Director Corner Community Membership over at ChoirDirectorCorner.com forward slash membership.